one. Yes, sir. One, two. It's been my mood all day, y'all. Yes, that's right. That's right. Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Alright, alright. You can turn me up a little bit more in the headphones. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. My scholarship can Folks, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foreside. This your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This your boy Wills. Episode 42. What is going on with you guys, man? You already know, May 21st, 2018, my birthday. The birthday of the notorious B.I.G. And we are recording this episode. We have some great friends. Oh, yeah. Max. Oh, see what I mean? The GOAT. Real talk. Hey, man. I'll uh, be right back. Go ahead. Get that napkin before it spills on that fresh white tea. Uh, <laughs> and look, people got to understand, man. I, I'll put on for my birthday month, okay? May is just the GOAT. For we got so many people in May. You, you got myself. You got the Notorious B.I.G. You got, even though he's super watched, Carmelo Anthony. You got The Rock. You got like mad random people who were just born in May. Listen, the GOATs were born in August though. Um, okay, God. listen, Barack Obama, me. Okay, a boogie. Like. The first two I, I could I, I commend and, and will agree with that assessment. We, of course, we have my good friend and good friend of the show, Monty, joining us. What's going on? Yeah. That's right, Atletico. <laughs> Our friend Vic is joining us in a bit. He's just looking for parking right now. And of course, plug the podcast, which is super dope that I love listening to. Go ahead, go oh, ahead. Thank you. Yeah, I'm representing one half on the regular podcast. That's right. That's right. We got another guest coming through, Johnny. Johnny with the new way. That's right. I, I love that podcast, by the way. Thank you. Bro, I listen to every episode. I check it out. What's going on, Johnny? We got Here. the boy Johnny Price. Johnny Price. You know what I mean? My man. It's way to come through. This is, I'll take this as a, you know what I mean? Uh, that's right. So uh, also my boy Johnny, the project finally has a date. Yeah. New revelations. We finally got that, man. We're super excited about that. You know, yeah, yeah. June 18th. June 18th, June 18th, uh Johnny Price, the book Johnny the Revelations. That's right. And of course, give us an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at Foresight Pod. You know, we've been busy with that. Will's not taking turns who to get the most views on these videos. Yo, I'm not, um, I didn't even cut your wisdom, but I want to say shout out to y'all, bro. Yeah. I see y'all started. Mm-hmm. Little coffee shops. Yeah. Know, with the mm-hmm. sounds, everybody mm-hmm. talking all that. But uh, yo, shout out to y'all, man. Talk about all the time with us. See where you started, where you came from, all that. Of course, you got my boy Vic. 
Vic is here. What's going on, beloved? Good friend, good friend of the show. My partner. You know what I'm talking about? Four side representative. The man, the man's gonna help us with this business and investment. It was fun, but it was like inviting. And also, also gotta say the suit, man. Salute to my salute to my brother Vic. Salute to my good friend and also good friend of show Taylor. Salute to everybody that graduated from college this past weekend. My brother got his degree from Manhattanville. You know, it's been a long road, but my man got that. You know what I mean? And salute to everybody, man. Welcome of all of us. Time to pay back them loans. It's now calling you from area codes now. I'm like, nah, I'm for like, do I know somebody? Exactly. And I'm like, nah, ain't nobody I know got now for three two three. No, I ain't do that. So I'm trying to duck. For real, they looking like the new ops. But uh, let's go ahead and join the show, man. For real. Um, first thing we gotta talk about, because I'm very intrigued by this. Um, ASAP Rocky has share some new information regarding this upcoming album that's called testing seriously it's called testing he has like three up to five features one of them most notably is kid cuddy and uh <laughs> oh for real no not kid cuddy oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay okay i was trying to rebuild our repertoire no, 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 what was the name of the, the joint album they have coming out? Him and Cuddy? Yeah, Ghost? Yeah, yeah, Ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, you gotta understand though, this video is old. Kanye does things, you know, in advance. So like, he had the blonde hair in the interview with Charlemagne, right? That's he true. didn't have blonde hair in that video. He just, you know, he cut his hair back. He did. Yeah. 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 He but the thing is though, I don't <laughs> trust Ye at this point. Because we're releasing this episode later this week, and even then, I'm, I'm upset about the fact that I can't dream as if I'm selling coke by listening to Pusher Friday. I want to act like I'm selling coke. Pusher got that type of records for me. I'm trying to. That's the only type of records he got. I know he does. Wait, wait, wait. He right, does. since we're on the subject of Pusha T, right? Yeah. How do you guys feel about him overall as a person? <laughs> you want me to say something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The only, the, only say, the only reason why I say that because I see, I respect the Cuddy fans. Like, to be a Cuddy fan, you gotta be a die hard. Because he's not, he's not everyone's cup of tea. Nah, that's yeah. real. That's real. He's not everyone's cup of tea. So I, I was. The, the Cuddy fans, they, they go hard, and, you know, even with his time off on music, you guys still cool. But Pusha, I feel as if Pusha has that that same type of cult following, but he doesn't get recognition for the, the work that he's done within the industry for the past maybe 20 plus years. And it's crazy to say that about Pusha T, because when we say Pusha, we kind of think he's still young. We kind of think he's still in his mid twenties, early thirties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, dude is forty. Not, not at all. Yeah, he's like not at all. Because when I look at Pusha and I see like the vibes and how he moves, he still moves like a young cat. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and it kind of takes away from the fact that he has been in the game. 
Billboard top number ones judging him for like his like deals and endorsements and yeah. glorifying. Mm-hmm. Like there was an interview with Gary Vee and Nicky Jam, and he was like, "Is how come Adidas is willing to give Pusha T, who has only a couple million followers on um, on Instagram, you know, a deal, and then Nicky Jam has like over 20 million followers on IG, and they denied him of a deal." So like there's there's a lot of people like in the oh, industry like feel, feel, yeah. feeling like salty. Yeah, the whole beat around. They looking at it as oh, push your teeth around Kanye West. Oh, they gotta look at it like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't play like it's like me being like they know I'm around with Jay Z all the time. Yeah. It's like I'm ex, ex, uh, senior president at whatever Jay Z's doing, and they know I'm with him all the time. Yeah. My five hundred thousand, my million uh, followers to your ten million, but you don't have someone mm-hmm. the likes of Jay Z behind you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna look at me and be like, okay. Mm. We can get this guy on board. Maybe, Maybe. Time. we can get Jay Z to just co-sign to, to do. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like as a businessman. Kanye yeah. said something like that, that too about like with the fashion. Like I forgot who and what, but he says something like that. Like was um, it a dude that went to one of the guys one that was blue or whatever? With the glass ceiling? Nah, I think it was like Nike. They okay, were somebody like um, he's talking about glass ceilings. Like how you? That's what you're talking yeah, but these are like Nike was giving somebody like royalties, but they told Kanye. Yeah, they told him they wouldn't. They couldn't give him that. Sunny Yeezys, and then mm-hmm. the money he makes of it, he has to donate to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. That was the part of the interview I think it was like, right. how could he grow or some shit? Like that? Honestly, when it comes to push as well, I think it's I think it's a combination of what everybody has said. I think with Pusha, it's one of those things where I think a big part of too, like let's say we talk about Pusha the rapper. 
I think a big part of it was kind of his own doing as well, because there, there was such a long period where he didn't drop any music. He was in limbo. He had to do the transition from the uh, from the group to being a solo artist. And in a way, he also put himself in a box when, when he started rapping again with the type of music that he was making. But I think overall, you look at Pusha as like, again, as an influencer, as a businessman. You're looking at him in that regard to where we talk about him. You're talking about him in, in, a, in, a, in a broader sense instead of just rapping because you know that he's he's been doing and seeking things that is different than just rapping. Yeah. I think I think it's foolish to question his lyrical ability, yeah. but at the same time, I think it would be even more foolish just to look at him as like a rapper's rapper. Like Pusha is a businessman. He's a spokesperson for, for, for the culture. And he's just one of those dudes who he's just like, you just never know. Like seriously, like I really don't even know what Pusha be doing these days. <laughs> like, I know he could either be preparing to give me the hardest 12 records that would make me want to sell some coke and flip, flip, and flip a brick. Or he could be, or he could be, yeah. <laughs> and that was an accent, by the way. I did not I know that. <laughs> or, or he could be, again, doing business with VA, doing business with good music or something. Like, you just don't know what push you. But the biggest thing is, once again, I'm trying to feel like I'm the next Rich Porter. So I hope this album drops <laughs> on Friday. Because I, I saw it paid in full twice in the last month. And I need this. <laughs> I need this. I, I need this, B. One of my favorite parts of that movie still to this day is when... Uh, and uh, what is it? Like, A Boogie come out the cleaners, and then, uh, what was Makai Pfeiffer? He was rich, right, in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's driving, and he goes, like, yo, he said, I got the new whip beat. He said, yo, come in, man, yo, you got the real rims on. He said, come on, I got, I got to make drop on these two. You know what I mean? Like, I got to make them drop on these two but yeah, Pusha, I think that's just what it is with him. Yeah. But just to take it back to ASAP, I'll say it off rip. I don't have any high expectations for this album. I do not at all. I haven't liked ASAP. I haven't liked the ASAP project since the, the debut. The debut album that he dropped. Yeah, the one that had One Train, the one that had Phoenix, oh, yeah. Passion Killer, Effing yeah. Problems. This last one he dropped. I like the single though, and the video is creative. Yeah, like, yeah, the, 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 the one that. Yeah, ASAP for rappers hard. The video hard. I think this album's gonna be alright. I'm looking at it like the sense of how where music is going and where it's geared towards. I think a lot of the successful new up and coming artists put a lot of like fake emo type of feel. Oh, I completely hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you got guys like Trippy. Uh, Trigger Real, Lil whoever, yeah. Yeah, like these guys, they have that music doing? where it's a feel. It's a feel. And I feel like ASAP, he came in the game with that feel years ago, and some, like it's starting to catch up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like Travis Scott, Travis Scott always had that sound. Mm -hmm. But now, you, not to take away from Quavo this, and, this and some of these guys, but to me, sometimes they sound like Travis Scott. Like they, yeah. it's that sound. But Travis had that, and Kanye even tried to take it before Travis became. But you know what's up? You know what I'm saying? So he was producing a lot of things. He put on his vocals. Certain sounds is finally catching up with the wave, with the culture. And I feel like to go back to how you say you had no high expectations for the album. I'm not gonna say I have high expectations, but I do feel as if it's gonna be a good one. Is it gonna be a good one? Is it gonna be a good one because it's actually good, or is it gonna be good because the expectations may be low? 
I, f- I feel like there's, there's a difference. Yeah. This, I feel like what, is, what you may be considering good may be because of low expectations, in which, right. according to the math, yeah. what may be solid. <laughs> but if it's good because it's actually good, look at your face. Right? I feel like there's a difference. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you go into a movie and go, man, I don't really know the, the spec from this movie, and then you see, you go, God damn, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> We may be solid. Yeah, you know what I mean? It ain't really pretty good. Right, so it may be the fact that I don't have the expectations. So it's like I'm just I'm all ears. I'm open. I'm, I'm also interested in seeing the, the interview. I think it's gonna be trash. That's yeah. Trash. I, 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 It's like, damn, ASAP was here. And then how he was moving, that nigga could have been here. But it's yeah. like, I just got stuck here. But this is a lesson, though, right? This is, he's he's we're we're all stuck on that music mentality. We think the only way to get the bag yeah. is the music. All right, but you and, know what and, and that's, I know what I'm saying. No, there's no bag, right? No bag. You know what I'm going to say? There's no bag involved here. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, I don't know his account, but that boy good. Drake, yeah. I don't know his account, but that boy good. Yeah. Two chains. I don't know. All these guys, they spit. To this day, if they come out with a new song, yeah. that shit gonna hit. And these guys, no. tell, they, they're wealthy. Drake got so many deals at the Wazoo, I don't know what's going on. New Adidas deal coming but, soon. We going to Adidas jump, man. You have He's a spokesman for him. Yeah. No, but, like, like, forget the bag. Like, I get it. There's so many different ways. But let's talk about music, because it's like, damn, if you're gonna do this music shit, I don't wanna critique you on your music, bro. Yeah. Like, this is how I know you. I don't know you for that deal split either. So I know you for that. Side so note before you resume, ASAP honestly also took his focus off the music because he was trying to get way too into that fashion. All of that jiggy, like that era when he was like, yo, jiggy this, jiggy that. It's nothing wrong, but it is something wrong if it affects the other key areas. And that's what happened to him. No. That was really affecting him. I feel like I feel like he wanted to go in a different lane creatively, and it just didn't hit that mark. Honestly, yeah. I feel like everybody's trying to be like Jay Z and Kanye. Not everybody can disappear off the rip and come back. But I think for ASAP, they, they put in the work to disappear. Though yeah. they put in the work to disappear. It's not like Hope used to drop albums year after year after year after year. And that's why ASAP like effed that. up because ASAP had momentum going, produced good music. And then dip to try Debatable. to be regardless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> regardless. But uh six water. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest thing once again is the fact that look, it's a matter of for uh for ASAP, it's a matter of look. He was trying to do other stuff, and there's nothing wrong with doing other stuff. I just think once again, it's a problem when you're doing other stuff and you're falling off in other areas, or you're trying to bring some of that creativity and things you was doing and trying to bring it back here. Especially when it's just not the time to try to do that. Like you're just starting to build things, you're just starting to do things the right way, and it's like yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I feel as if if like if you're trying to get into the industry, right? Yeah. What, whatever got you in the industry, with all due respect, make sure you hone in and then you master that that piece of craft 
Exactly. This is what got the light on. This is this, this is, off, is what made everything possible. This is off the record, yeah. right? Like, no, it's still recording. It's still recording. But like, I was gonna say something like behind the scenes type of shit about the. drops. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. No, but no, I, I think I, you know what I'm saying. To, to get into like, if, if I got lit, if everyone knows me for my famous lemonade, right? And then I want to venture off to iced tea and liquors and stuff like that. I have to still make sure that. What I'm known for is top quality, top shelf, and it can't be beat, even when compared to the new next best thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you kind of feel as if some of these guys, granted, there are different ways to get the bag. Yes. I understand that. And I never discourage anyone from doing that and bettering yourself and progressing. But what I'm saying is that one piece of craft that may be minuscule to you at the moment due to the so much things you got going on, make sure that one craft never uh, diminishes, never loses its uh, its shine or its, its feel. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're planning to retire from you. Okay, and right. I doubt ASAP Rocky's planning to retire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel as if it's. But the way he made it seem was like he was retired from you. It's the way he took it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also, what we've been talking about in recent episodes, man, you got a lot of these. New young ass rappers coming into the game and they're not really about rapping and building a career. Yeah, yeah. They like accidentally blow up. It's they the accidentally get the bag, they accidentally get women and then they go into it and it's like their focus, <laughs> their fo- yeah, their focus ain't there. I'm saying that. Because a lot of these dudes are ugly. Let's keep it a step. You get eight hundred thousand. Is it is it really about the money? Or is it more about again these shorties, these IG models, don't really got high standards? Yeah, it, might be, little, it might just be a, a gimmick. Little, Maybe they they're not passionate about you know, it. Like, you know, talking about women. It is. It's like yeah, I like the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, Will's brought up last week about little baby with the little baby interviews. How this dude ain't really in it. Yeah. What's the line about little baby? Yo, I'm like five percent. He said when he first came to Breakfast Club in like December. He was like, I wasn't really into it. I was like 5% into rap. That's when my dog was like popping. Now he's like lit. And he was like, I'm still not into it like that. I'm probably like 60%. <laughs> you know, that breaks my heart because I really fuck a little bit. And that's because Drake's on it. That's oh, yo, listen, I'm gonna list a little baby song Dates is dope to me. I like sold out dates. He has, look, my dog is dope. Um, the freestyle off the off the uh, the last joint, the hard hard as ever, whatever. No, not the last joint. The, oh, the, the compilation album. It came. Nah, nah, it was a um, it was a mixtape that came out in December, like November, December. Yeah, it's like like harder than ever, hard as ever, something like. Harder than hard. Maybe that's what it is. Damn, what the fuck? He got like hard, too hard, harder than hard. Maybe it's too hard. Nobody said hard. Nobody said hard. Nobody said hard. Nobody said, can we like break this up? You know what I mean? He's trying, he's trying to say this one. He's going to Foreign hub sponsorship coming soon. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? You might as well if you go for projects. Yo, I, I, I would take the Foreign hub uh, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yo, you're laughing, but they got more subscribers than, than YouTube. They, they do. Oh, that's more subscribers than YouTube. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you gotta think, porn's around the world, dog. Yeah. YouTube is around the world. And that's a lot. A lot more subscribers. Paying subscribers at that. 
That's crazy. Give me a sponsorship. Who are you paying for, for subscribers? Premium. Premium. That's the name of the premium. This, oh, there's a lot of horn dogs out there. People love that shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend with a porn dog sweater on. I said, where'd you get that? Oh, from? that's crazy. That's crazy. Cool. 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 I get a black and a white one. Yeah, yeah, I'll get one. I'm not going to hold it. Well, the yellow right now? Yeah, you don't know what it is. I'm going to Section they're in, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's been wild, man. Because I just think, I just think once again, like I, I really get bothered again just by a lot of people who are just going into the game, and it's like, yo, you don't really even know why you're in the game. I feel, I feel guilty though because I'm, I'm an artist as well. And I've, I don't know, have you ever felt that way where you were like not fully invested as an yo, artist? I, yo, bro, there's days because you know what it is. I feel guilty just talking. No, about you this. know what. I feel I feel like a, a some, like a feeling like that is for like in the beginning stages, right? Yeah. It's like, damn, I've been putting in this hard work. Like, I know every artist does it coming up. They go hard for like two months. They think they give everything they got, and within that two months, it's supposed to pop. Everything's supposed to work. Every, I, I went so hard for two months, and this shit. Then they need to grow. Every hard, every, every artist, right? Yeah. The reason why we get burnt out is because we don't have a machine. Our team isn't strong enough. Yeah. Our black book isn't deep enough. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get burnt out. So I feel as if every artist in the beginning stages, they go hard for an X amount of time, and when they don't, when, and we all set these unrealistic goals for ourselves, opposed to being like real with ourselves. Oh, okay, today I have two followers. Within the end of the week, I'm gonna try to get ten followers. We don't see it like that. Today I have two followers. End of the week, we gotta get big. We gotta get, you know, we set these numbers and it's like unrealistic and then when we actually arrive to a certain point, it's like, damn, we didn't even exceed expectations. We didn't even, you feel me? So you feel short. Yeah, and then yeah it's preach. You know what preach. It's true and it deserves. So it's like, for, for, for a little baby to say he's like 5% in, I get it. At the time, he wasn't, no one really knew who he was and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, so it's like you're being around all these guys that are on, damn. I'm still working with him. He's young, like he's, he's, he's yeah, I think he just turned 21. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, but I feel like once you're on, though, you gotta be 100% in. Once you're on, and that's the biggest problem that I have, and I, and I gotta say it, man. And that's the biggest problem I have with you musicians. A lot of, uh, a lot of you guys go into it, and a lot of you guys do not have a plan. Not many people have a timeline. Okay. Not many people have expectations. Okay. As an artist, right? As an artist, I'm gonna speak like this. Our plan, we do have a plan, but it's not set up correctly. Because we just see the end result, success. That's really the plan. Yeah. At the end of the day, success. How the hell are we gonna get there? As an artist, you 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 get you get it's a smoke screen with a lot of bullshit that we yeah. think is that's the right way. Yeah. Well, we get X amount of that's the right. This is bullshit because the people that's already on, they have that already. It's already surrounding them. So we're thinking the shit that's around them, that's what we need to get like them. And it's yeah. not. There's a lot of hard work that goes into this shit. Mm -hmm. But as, a, as I can honestly say, as an inspiring, upcoming, independent artist, we all, and I'm speaking for every artist, we all have a goal and a plan success. Now, our blueprint. To getting there is kind of skewed. 
it's kind of all thing, over the place. You understand? Another thing? thing too is that what we may think is success right now is not totally successful. Because once see, you reach that goal, you're like, fuck, uh, yeah, what I thought I wanted is not even to that. Go back, to go back a little bit, that's the smoke screen. That's yeah. the bullshit, the yeah. facade that surrounds the people that's already on. Because yeah. even Jay Cole said it himself. He's, he's got to the point where he's, he got a million dollar house. He got the watches. He got all that. And he still felt empty inside. Mm-hmm. And that goes with a lot of men. That goes with a lot of people. Kanye, the yeah. only thing I can keep Kanye saying is his mother and his mother's home. There's not a there's nothing that's, material in this world man, that's crazy. that can that can regain that can fill that void. Yeah. But it's just it's just a smoke screen. And as an inspiring up and coming artist that we are, the smoke screen kind of derails us from what's really going on and what really has to be done. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I just want more artists, especially today. If you have all of these examples in front of you about how people can get it, about understanding what's true, what's not. I'm at the point where honestly today I feel like it's inexcusable to still come how some somehow some way today be unprepared to not necessarily have a plan to be realistic because there's too many examples too much, out there. There's too much information. This is the, this is the era of information. Literally, we are jam packed with information. As soon as you get on your phone, you might have notifications and things. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, I get notifications from Bleacher Report and things of that nature. So there's so much information going on that you can't say you didn't know. But why didn't you know? You didn't take your time. You got to research it. That's one thing our generation is lacking: is patience mm-hmm. and, and understanding time. Is we fact. have 24 hours in a day. I hear this. Yo, tell me. Me and Will sit here in life, but also listening to others explain their experiences to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I take note from everything these these interviews. So it's like when I have a guy like Russ, right? Yeah, Russ. Now, yeah. He, may, he may rub people the wrong way, but as an independent artist, that's my guy, man. That's my guy. Uh, nah. This one, this is coming, that's, that's the time This is the patience <laughs> um, part that I'm using an example for. He made a song every week he dropped. Okay? At the time, they, by the time he was there, I think he had like over 300 plus in his catalog. Yeah. No one knew who the fuck he was. But he, no, but he, it's true. Point, he clicked. Mm-hmm. Those 300 songs he dropped, all the motherfuckers went by. All of them. And now, his tune core, he uploaded all this stuff to his tune. Shout out to Russ, because I knew about tune core, but how he broke it down and explained tune core to a lot of people that think SoundCloud is the way and that's how you get paid. Tune core, you upload your music, they take, I'm gonna say like 10%. No. Whatever. <laughs> he has 300 songs in his catalog. Mm-hmm. They're all getting plays on every music mainstream. Mm-hmm. He's getting, he's getting, you feel what I'm saying? That's the time and patience though. He's the perfect example of just be consistent. Not everybody gonna fuck with you. Just be consistent. Now, when I said his name, I saw your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not bringing him up for uh, for his for his personal life. I'm just, no, 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 in terms no, no, of business, how he got there as an artist. I can understand that because you are an independent yeah, artist. Exactly, well. exactly. And I hear that I respect it, but just know that if you play a song, I will, right, I will turn around and All right, all right. No, 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 no,
give him an L because I see everybody give him an L. What kind of hurt me for us was that um, I felt bad. I felt bad. I felt bad because he was, he wasn't eligible to get the Grammy for Best New Artist because of the rules. The rules is it's you, there's a limited amount of songs you can drop or albums you can drop, right? For there's a limit. There's a limit in order to get that specific Grammy, best new artist. So the only way to really pop and get that artist is by releasing that amount of songs without going overboard, get popping enough to people to notice and vote for you, and then when the that's why the Grammys. Oh, wow. that's, that's why that's, I didn't know that. I don't Grammy doesn't solidify my bag. Yeah, for real. So for I don't give a damn about that. Yeah. He still has that way in the ass in his That's how he got on, though. <laughs> he dropped those songs. That's what got him on. If he knew that the, he wouldn't be eligible for best new artist, I highly doubt he would change the way he went about things. Nah. No one would have the same. My favorite thing he's, about him He's still taking up. care of his family. Exactly. Too. That's, like, that's the end result. Success. My yeah. favorite thing about him coming up before, before we switched topics was the fact that I saw this dude perform had to be two to three years ago at Webster Hall on the main stage. And this is Russ. Yeah, yeah. Russ. And Mans literally had a, a, like close to a two hour show with just his songs off SoundCloud. By himself, off SoundCloud. Was all it the crowd was into it? Crowd loved it. They knew every word. See, but that's an act. See, now Russ, I know your face. But what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is he's gonna fall into that one thing for sure is that his following is real. I had a friend, Yo, yeah, I had yeah, a yeah, friend yeah. that was interning at Columbia Records and she was handling all his like ticket receipts, right? So she was, she started at the first semester, it was like, what, uh, how many people? Like two, a thousand, two thousand yeah. people? Yo, she watched that shit grow to literally thousands of fans. Actually, let's see. That's that. That's that small number. It was like five hundred people start. Yeah, and then it's like. I was about to say something and I forgot. Everything struggle came back to that. Man, I ain't trying to talk about everything. Everybody struggle as a staff, as an organization. That's right. We ain't doing everything. Yo, they still got it. But yeah, man, we don't we don't rob everyday struggle over here. But uh, Imani, just to, yeah, you do. Imani, just <laughs> to get to you, I gotta get your opinion on this, Imani. So as we all know, rap and uh, rap beef real or not exist. So how do you feel about the Kasi Six Nine and Casanova ending their beef? I'm cool with it because um, they're both from Brooklyn. You know, I fuck I fuck with that. Plus, plus yeah, and um. I don't know. I feel Casanova is a person. Um, six nine. I don't have. I don't have any animosity towards. Uh, I don't like his music, but that doesn't take away from like. I don't have any personal feeling towards. Yeah, like you know, whatever. He's a young kid. He wears troll hair. Who cares? Like I don't give a fuck. There's definitely a method behind his madness. Before we go to the next part. You mean besides academics? Because. I mean, he has, he has that, that, that he has that pussy in his pocket. I don't know. <laughs> I don't 
don't really care about that. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, aside from that, like, um, I think it's cool. When I saw it on my timeline, I was like, okay, good for them. And then I moved on. He also had 50's co-sign. 50 was like, 50 had a caption with his picture with, uh, and hit on his picture with uh, freaking with six nine, he was like, "I was trying to tell the kid to slow down," but then he was like, "Yo, Fifty, I'm doing what you just did." And Fifty was like, "LOL, he's right." <laughs> <laughs> and then this next thing too, because I'm very interested about this as well, man. I've been very interested about this. You know, for one, I think I said in, in an article I wrote about J Cole's KOD that to me it's his best album. Like I really enjoyed that album. I think it's his best project. But the controversy that it Cool, cool controversy that it caused was the 1985 track with the references and lines that could go to any other rapper, but apparently it was most people are going, no, Lil Pump, that's you. That that's straight to you. And then you and then I know. And then J. Cole performs that rolling out, rolling out the song, and you see footage of Lil Pump dancing and we're doing whatever to the song. How do you, how do you feel about now this whole thing? about young versus old and, and, and rap and the whole perceptions of this is this, this is that let the young boy shine or listen or do whatever I don't like that it has to be a, a old generation versus, versus new generation I remember we had, we had talked about this on, on the regular like um, we had called out like I guess the newcomers and rap or whatever and even the old guys like old niggas stop acting brand new cause Tupac yeah. had a nose ring too like that's right. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's right. right. Even like Drew's like Jim Jones said it recently in an interview. He said like, yo, you gotta learn from these young dudes now if you want to continue your yeah, path. True. He said nowadays the way with the whole streaming thing, he was like, they finessed it and they know how to get that bag. Mm-hmm. They going platinum without having to spend money on like distribution and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So he was like, we gotta learn from these dudes or whatever to continue our bag or whatever. So there's no point of hating on them. He's like. Right. Cole even acknowledged yeah, during this interview with Angie that like, yo, he's like, yo, these young dudes, I honestly was paying attention to what they did and used their influence on the project with certain songs. And he just said, to show that I can do that as well. He said he likes, he's like, he's like, I'm not taking nothing from their music or whatever. He was like, I'll be bopping to it. He was like, it's fun music. But like, I don't know why they feel like we hate them or stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's just. I don't know what what it is, like the gap. Oh, I think maybe Joe, maybe you and Joe Budden started. It's an elitism. <laughs> I feel like it's an elitism thing. Like it's kind of like, oh, I'm a real MC, or you know, I'm I'm higher than you because I have this type of skill, and all you're doing is mumbling and singing, and it's just, it, they shouldn't hold it like that. It, it's too. It's it, it's all hip hop, first of all. It's just it's just a certain lane that they're in. Like I don't think it should be like. It's not even that. I think it's 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 a generational thing. I guess it happens every time. Oh, I was looking out for you. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to shout out to uh, to fight with them uh, cupcakes, dog. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's because uh, when Drake came out, he was a young guy. You know, people always too emo, always too this, it's too that. Yeah, they gave him a lot of shit. Taking over the old good times, man. man. Good oh, times. You know, he can't dress though. Oh, he's got better. He's got way better. Oh, which one? Cardi B sweaters. He's got it way he's better. Got better. He's got better. He's got it's just all the time, bro. Like Wayne, you know, bling bling. Let's be real. Yeah. When Wayne yeah, first came out, who thought he was going to be the best rapper dead or alive? Yeah, well, 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 well,
back then would have been like, yeah, Cash Money Records is going to have the best MC in Baltimore. No one's going to say that. No. But there's a truth, but no one understood Wayne. But, you know, as time went on, you got to, I feel like just give everyone give a shot. And I feel like trends always reoccur. Yeah. Isn't that something, like the tight stuff, Rick James has done it. Yeah. Vince has done it. Michael Jackson has made a living off of his pants coming butt so high. And now you see that with fashion. With, but it's like said like when hip hop started, it wasn't it wasn't about being an MC. It was also like fun music anyway. It was also about the DJ. It's about having fun. Everything is like how you it was a means to express yourself. The nineties during the nineties, that's when they got like Yeah, but but that's hip hop, the genre of hip hop has become so successful. We, we went astray from the fact that this is a means for young people to express themselves and to say what's on their mind. The, the, the hip hop is so successful now, it's like, oh, now, nah. but you're not saying nothing, no. I can say something better than that. I can just, granted, battling has always been, but it's not to the point where you, you guys battle, do what you do, and then uh, you go on. It's like when you get into altercation with your best friend. You still don't have respect for that man, but at the, at the time, Blood was born, so it's how you, you release stress like battle. You release stress through words and we move on. I feel as if now, it's so much other things. Oh, this is crazy. crazy. He sucks. He says this. It's like slang. I don't say it, but I love Young Thug. Love Young Thug. But he says, he says, he says, he says, lover. He says, like, sweet. Like, how do you feel about the J. Cole yeah. and Young Thug? That's. I'm a big fan. J. Cole's smart. smart. There's a J. Cole's smart. J. Cole is accepting. I'm getting my ticket, team, and I told you. No, J. Cole, he has to accept the fact that, dude, we get it. You're you're, you're a conscious rapper, you're this, you're that, but you are for our generation. You are not for the Jay-Z's generation. You're not. I don't care how old of of, of the mindset you think you may have trying to be an old head and trying to spill it. Cool, you can spill it, you can emulate, you can do you. But at the end of the day, Bring it back, dog. We the ones that got you lit. When 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, they get you lit, you for us. We for you. You feel what I'm saying? So him doing the Young Thug thing, hell yeah. Bro, J. Cole just tapped into a whole nother fan base, That's bro. true. I'm talking about from the whole people joking around saying, I'm not trying to go to a dead post. They talking about it. He said he fucked with Young Thug. Bro, it's a whole nother vibe now. I feel like and I feel like J. Cole's next album is going to be retarded. He didn't even think about it. He didn't even think people would like care about that. He was like, when he when they asked him who he wants to take on the tour, he was like, yo, Doug. And then when he found out, people was like, he even said his little sister was like, what made you take Young Doug on tour? It's like I feel like rappers being their own world. They kind of disconnect from reality. And his next album is gonna be the same. Maybe he's trying to get Young Doug fans. I think that whole like no features thing. I cool, dude. You got it, like you did it with Force Hill, you did it with the last one, you did it with, did it with this one. Yeah, like, we get it. You can be a successful rapper with no one else but your voice on the record. Yeah, it's time to switch I, it up. I get it, I completely understand. But dude, now get these features. You you just solidified yourself three albums straight. Yeah. You didn't need a You made your own beats, you made your own lyrics, Same three albums, and you went, you went crappy bull, whatever. We possibly mixed the best of your lyrics. Yeah. That is true. Like, this is just one example of a feature. Mm-hmm. He does very well. Him and Miguel. Yeah. 
him and Kendrick. Him and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. Even him and Drake had a couple of artists. I would say, because um, that, that joint he had in the, was it, Friday Night Lights? Yeah. 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 Think about that Jeezy record. There's a reason why possibly Kenny said, you know what, I'm just gonna sing this hook. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and Cole did give Royce a five nine salute to him. He had a very good project that just came out. He was able to outrap Royce, because when Cole wanna spit, I think that's spit anybody. That's a conspiracy theory, bro. What? I'm not gonna hold you. That Kendrick decided to sing instead of spit. I think that's like a hip hop, that's one of hip hop's biggest conspiracy in the last year. Like, damn, you got cold. We finally been waiting for this cold and this Kendrick tape, and we finally got a little appetite. We also know why, too, because it, it also started from the whole Black Friday collab that they had. Bro, and everybody, and everybody, and it was Yep. And what was said after that, everybody was like, yo, Kenny got, we did it, and Kenny got cold out of here. I don't think he was saying that. We demanded the fact that you guys were out now. Like, we we told Mexico at the peak of his career, and he don't really sing like that. I expect that from Drake. Drake fuck around trying to give me a little melody and this shit. Young Love fuck around to give me Quavo, Travis. Hey, it's okay. It's okay if you know. Let's be personally. It's okay if man's done the smoke. I think it's a little sweet because he's ready to rip off Big Sean head. Of course. But again, we know about Big Sean. That's I'm just saying. But Big Sean is that Big Sean is one of those dudes. Big Sean is one of those guys, I'm not gonna say he's being bullied, but he's one of those guys that some people think he can test him and he might not budge. Big Sean gonna budge. Now that might not be the best budge, but he gonna budge. I don't know. As somebody who was a big Big Sean fan, I'm a big believer back when uh in the super duper days. And be like, I remember when, when me and my dog here back when we was 19 and 2012 riding to Detroit. Detroit a mixtape. Oh, back when we was 19, 2012, riding in Detroit the mixtape. I, I, I don't, I don't know if he, I don't know if he, I don't want to say I don't know if he built like that. Cause Sean can rap. I just don't think he's the same anymore. A lot of people nah, are saying nah, that Drake is full of shit. Drake did a lot of I mean, Drake is owed a lot of money from the artist that want to take his flow. I mean, let's keep it a stack. Yeah. Flow taking. Shine's a check too. Shine's a check too. And here's another thing I actually had it, actually had it on too. Just to take it back to to take it back to Cole. You here's the thing I think people gotta recognize, man. When you got what Cole is doing, right, in terms of Cole and Thug are going on tour, and Cole recognizing that's the bigger artist, okay, this is what this can do for me and understanding the big picture or a Drake and Lil Baby thing. A lot of folks gotta understand is that it's not, it's very, let me rephrase, it's very offensive in my opinion to tell that big an artist, yo, you're riding a wave, or oh, you need this, or you need that. First of all, they don't have to do it, okay? They don't have to put, go on a record with you. They don't have to take you on tour. Yeah. And to think that your little 1.5 million is gonna suddenly be a big deal to someone who has maybe 40 or 50, it's not riding the wave, it's not trying to hop on the bandwagon, especially when you think who these guys are. 
Like, you really think they need to ride a wave or do something at this point? Can I, can I interject for a second? Go ahead. Drake, big time, right? Yes. So many albums, everything going. What can we, damn, you done heard off of him. Drake might be one of them dudes, you know, writers by Romeo Sweatshop. Look what y'all got next, y'all. I try to send him a couple lines here. But, but, but all I'm saying is, like, <laughs> you're, you're funny, you're funny. Yeah, but an artist that big, I'm serious. he has to produce <laughs> at a certain level that is true. He has to prove that every time. Now, what happens when you, as the artist, you kind of run dry real quick with, with, you know, with ideas, creativity? You gotta you find the ones for real. Somewhere else. Maybe you probably went on a, on a, on a SoundCloud, listened to a track. You know how Which he definitely does, because he's a big, big he music fan. But he he to, credits a lot of He artists. has to be on these sites and underground sites mm-hmm. listening, because, bro, yeah. there's a lot of dudes he brings up for, for, to life. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. are you? Where but is it a matter of creative? I was surprised he Block Boy. Yeah, like, yeah, yo. No, not even that. Yeah. It was a good song. No, what surprised me was, um, was it called Summertime? Or was, um, it's um, cool. um he, he did it. Damn, what's oh, 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 sweet, no. sweet, sweeter man. Sweeter man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shout out to my boy Ryan Riddles from Toronto. Yo, yeah. okay, no, see, exactly. that dude. I heard that shit, I'm like, oh, Drake Allen, this is dope. And he told me, this nigga, he just redid a whole another man song. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. But see, but shit like that, it's like. But is it a matter of writing a way? Or is it a matter of creative? See, but okay. Now, but me as a creative, how creative am I? What if I hear my man's song and I take the whole song and I redo it myself? What about Dave? Even if it's the whole song, song remixes or not, but again, I'm just asking, is it a matter of being creative or is it a matter of having a right away from something? It's a fine line. What about, because I'll use you as an example. You did a remix over the weekend of Mike Jones still tipping. You did a remix of that? He remixed it. He remixed the record, original instrumental and everything. Look at that as, and I and I haven't, and I never will as like, yo, he's trying to bite off or take something from Ace Chinese and Third. I look at that as like, yo, as a creative, bro. No, I'm saying it's tough though. It's a fine line because I'm guilty of that. Like I do, I do mostly remixes and covers, and I I used to get shit from people all the time. The only one behind my back was Arden, just encouraging me, saying like, bro, if you never did these covers remixes, you would not be in the industry at all. You would not be as far as you are. And that's still fair. And it's hard because you gotta bite the bullet. You know, you're Are you a singer? Yeah. Come on, baby. Singing is different. Holding a tune, this is this instrument? Yeah. This is a different type of instrument. You can't nobody emulate what you do, even if they try, it won't be exactly the way you do it. Now if you can take a song and to sing it, but sing it in your way, mm-hmm. that's different. For me taking a song as a rapper, I'm not a singer. Damn. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Technically speaking, though, Sweeter Man is the only rap singer. No, no, no. It never makes a difference. No, 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 he did it. He's a song singer. I'm looking at as the overall. All right, this is Sweeter Man from the dude from Toronto, Drake yeah. Zippy. That's Sweeter Man, his version. It's still the same shit. He just took out the rest of the world. You see know what I'm saying? Is it a matter of, but where does it lead? Oh no, it's for you though. What about the song with Dave? Created? Oh, with Dave? Oh, Wanna Know? Wanna Know? I see Enemy and the Jealousy. Yeah, that came out a couple years ago. Yes. But Dave. But, he did a, he, but that was a remix. He added an original verse though, like original feature. Yeah, but. Like Drake basically did a cover of Sweeter Man. Yeah, and released yeah, it. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know, but he took a lot of Dave's first parts too. Oh, it's hard for me to say he did a cover when he's a rapper. Like, I. I, 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 I no, listen, this is my thing. 
I enjoy this singing. I tolerate, no, I ain't tolerate it. I tolerate this singing because I know the bars are exceptional. Those bars, when he raps, when he becomes, when he transforms to the rapper again, that shit fine. That shit ain't see all that shit you was about to do or you was finna do. But like, if you're gonna take a whole song, bro, and respectably so, he's a rapper. Niggas yeah. gonna say Drake the singer? Unless you go on these fucking Grammy shows and these other bullshit yeah. where they try to. But you got to look at He is, but he's he still acknowledges singing enough though. He still acknowledges singing enough though. And he has a lot more covers that I've heard. We're not going to study his performance. He holds a tune. In August. He holds a tune. I hold a tune. That one I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying? But nah, I don't know. It's a fine line, bro. It's like Dan created a way product. It's like, ah. And it depends how you do it. It depends how you do it. I didn't think he was riding away when he did it because I didn't know about that guy. Yep. I just knew about Drake's words. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know. You know, it's like when I'm a teacher, you give me the test, then you pass it, got a hundred, and I find out you cheated. I'm like, oh. Damn, you cheated. I thought you really did this shit yourself. I thought you studied. But you know what? It's, it's, it's different when you do a cover as a singer as opposed to like people hold a certain candle to artists when they find out they have a, a artist who are rappers when they have ghostwriters as opposed to yeah, singers who are ghostwriters. Because yeah. part of being a rapper is you got to write your ball. Yeah, that's an MC. You know what's fun? You know who changed the game though? William Singe. This man. Who's that? You know William Singe is? He's like This dude made money from doing covers, bro. Oh yeah, and subscribers and all that. William so now his subscribers, he yeah. put them on Spotify. Oh, I told oh, his covers, covers. He got it cleared. You could anyone, oh, see, could, see, you, see. anyone could get it cleared. Just know that it's, it's in the copyright law. Oh man, oh, anyone, you could do it. Anybody, oh, anyone yeah. can make bread. Oh, bro, I've been doing it. I just ain't got that. I was doing something. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but hey, look, man. Before we go, Forsyth, Amani, once again, please plug the podcast. Yes, um, on the regular podcast, Listen you can find that. us on SoundCloud and AudioMac. Also, follow us on Twitter at OnTheRegularPod. You can yep. follow me at Ola underscore Manito, M-A-N-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm a, I'm a huge Jay Z fan, Jay-Z. like huge, like yeah. bigger than anybody you know. Like I, yeah. I say quote yeah. lyrics more than I say whatever I say most of the time. Damn. And um, one of my best friends in high school, my name's Imani, so we called me um, so he started calling me Ola Manito after Ola Jovito. Oh. And actually, Manito means uh, bro in Spanish, so it's kind of like sup, bro. So yeah, yeah. I just stuck with it. It's supposed to be Manita, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you could be saying it to somebody else, you know? You could be saying true, it to true. But that's that's mine. I that's guess dope. my alias or whatever. And of course, we got Johnny dropping next month, finally hey, June hey, 18th. Hey, hey. Check out the four four remix. Yeah. What's the word, my brother? What's the good word? What we got? What else right. we got on the up uh, and the come up? What's on the docket? 3 a.m. remix. Just shot a video yesterday for Ted. Yeah. Circle Way. Probably gonna drop soon. Gonna shoot mm-hmm. another one next week. 
And then Johnny shooting. I thought I told you that. We oh, June 1st, shooting the Juicy video. Yeah. 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 Video back to back to back. That's probably coming for the summertime. Let's hit it. Got my brother Vic Rose here. Music on the way, works on the way. My man has just been building and doing stuff, man. I mean, you got the man himself, he'll tell you, man. My man got the bag, he got the plugs on deck. You already know how this goes. And yeah, that is episode 42 of Foresight. My birthday episode. Salute once again for everybody for the well wishes. And of course, before we go, there is one man that said that he wished all the pain would go away, spent a lot of money on the lawyers to do his thing. And like I always like to say, he made you want to throw your hat so up high in the sky and wish it never came back. Free the boys in the jails, man. Free Rowdy and them. I'll talk to you guys next time.